Praise God. This is Pastor Emmanuel Odedei, and it's my joy to welcome you to this podcast. As you listen and apply yourself to the Word of God, we commend you to God and to the Word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. And remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. So feel free to listen again and again until your faith comes alive. You shall testify. Thank you and God bless you as you listen and apply yourself to the word. Amen. Straight into the word of God. Since this month began, we've been looking at the teaching series Commanding the Supernatural. And God has been taking us on a journey to looking at what are the things that helps us to be able to lay claim on the supernatural. The supernatural is the natural estate of the believer. We have established that God's design is that you and I command the supernatural. The supernatural is normal for the believer. That is where the realm, where God wants us to operate from. However, we have also established that for you to operate in the supernatural, you must grow to become a son. You are born as a child of God when you give your life to Christ. You are born into the supernatural, but to command the supernatural, you must grow to become a son. You know, it says in Galatians chapter 4, Galatians chapter 4, and from verse 1, it says, an heir, even though is king or has authority. He said, I say that and here, as long as he's a child, differs nothing from his servant, even though he is Lord of all. Even though it's your inheritance to operate in the supernatural, you need to grow to become a son. And that is simple. Romans chapter 8 and verse 19. Romans 8 and verse 19. The earnest expectation of the creature. They are not waiting for manifestation of children of God, but the sons of God. So it must be that you take responsibility to command the supernatural. And we have also established that if you must command the supernatural, you must know who you are in God. Every time people were asking Christ, who are you? Matthew chapter 16. And from verse 13, who are you? Are you Elias? Are you this? Are you that? And then he also had to ask the disciple, who do men say that I am? And then he responded, of course, you know the story Peter speaking. He said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. So you must know who you are. If you don't know who you are, you become vulnerable to situation and circumstances of life. So very quickly in this service today, who are you? Number one, you are an ambassador of Christ on the earth. You must know your status as a child of God. Who are you? You are an ambassador of Christ as a redeemed child of God on the earth. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. Remember from verse 17, he told us, he that is born again, that we have been made a new creature. All things have passed away. Everything becomes new. And he now goes on to tell us that new status in verse 20. He said, and now we are ambassadors for Christ. 
as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. So you as a believer, you are an ambassador. This understanding is very crucial. An ambassador is the one that represents his country of origin in another nation. That's why I've said all through this month that even though you are in this world, you are not of this world. An ambassador is not of the nation where he resides. Even though he's there, he is not of that nation. So you also as an ambassador of Christ, you must understand that the situation and circumstances that affect ordinary people in this world is not permitted to affect you. So what kind of life should you be living as, as an ambassador? You should be living a life of heaven on earth. You should be living a life as if you are living in heaven. And what is available in heaven? Everything is available in heaven. Where God is, there is no scarcity. There is no lack there. Revelation, the book of Revelation gives us an insight to what is available. He said the streets are paved of gold. So it means lack of, if the streets are paved with gold, then we know that lack and want is not even something to be mentioned in heaven. That is God's intention for you and I. You are an ambassador. We saw that also in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 20. Paul the apostle speaking about himself. And this is crucial. You must know who you are. He said, for which I am an ambassador in bond. So Paul knew that he was representing Christ everywhere he went. Can people see you and call you a representation of Christ? Can people see you and say that you are the representative of Christ in your school? at your workplace, do you speak like they speak? Do you struggle like they struggle? God's intention for you and I is to live a life of heaven on earth. Luke chapter 22 verse 35, when Jesus sent them forth, he said, did you lack anything? And they replied and they said nothing. I pray for you, everything that is obtainable and available to God, I decree it released to you in the name of Jesus. Can I hear your breaking limit? Amen. Number two, who are you? I am redeemed to command supernatural breakthrough. Say with me, I am redeemed to command supernatural breakthrough. You must know who you are. In fact, Jesus found himself in a temple in Luke chapter 4. And if you read from verse 17, the Bible told us that they gave him the scrolls. And he found the place. He found the place. You must find out who you are. You must find out who you found the place that was written concerning him. What was written there, verse 18? He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. His assignment on the earth was revealed to him in the book. So, how do you know who you are? You get into the world. Lord, show me. The Bible says, as face answers to face, so also the heart of a man to a man. If you put your face in water, what would you see? You see yourself. And we know that the water is the word. So, you want to know who you are? Get into the word. Settle with the word. You are redeemed to command a supernatural life. You are redeemed to live a life 
of supernatural breakthrough, breaking forth on every side. And I pray from today, that shall be your experience in the name of Jesus. Mark chapter, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. He said, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Your destiny shall not be hidden. I say your destiny shall not be hidden. Every force of hell, we did lift up their horn over the land of Judah. What does this mean? There are forces that limit people so that nobody in the family lift up their head. There are forces that hold people and families bound. Everybody is struggling. But I pray for you and your household, every hold of generational cause in this midst of the year, Every perpetual heal, you know what we call perpetual heal? Heal and mountains that have been there forever. God will shatter them in the name of Jesus. I say God will shatter them in the name of Jesus. I say God will shatter them in the name of Jesus. So you are redeemed to command supernatural breakthrough. No matter what is happening in the family, your biological family, you now belong to the family of God. And the experience that you must begin to have must be the experience of those in the family of God. Number three, who are you? I'm redeemed a star after the order of Christ. Say that with me. I am redeemed a star after the order of Christ. Revelations 22 and verse 16. The Bible makes us know that Jesus came as a root of David and he calls him the bright and morning star. It's not just a star that is bright, but the star that shines early. There are stars that shine so late. Somebody who, for instance, imagine who has never driven a car and then got God blessed with a car at the age of 80 years. How, how long does he have to drive if he can drive it? There are some breakthroughs that must come early for you. God will visit you with early mercy. In the name of Jesus. I say God will visit you with early mercy. In the name of Jesus. Your star will rise early. In the name of Jesus. So talking about Jesus Christ. He said he was a bright and morning star. A few months ago, God revealed this to me. According to John chapter 10 and verse 10. Talking about stars. John chapter 10 and verse 10. He said the thief cometh not but to steal to kill and to destroy. He said, but I've come so that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Do you know in Matthew chapter two and verse two that they saw the star of Jesus ahead and they located where he was with his star. They said, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen is star in the east and have come to worship him. Listen to these people of God. There are star hunters. There are star stealers. There are star killers. None of them will locate you. In the name of Jesus, anyone that is hunting for your star to bring it down, God will bring them down. In the name of Jesus, I say God will bring them down. Star killers, star hunters, star stealers will not locate you in the name of Jesus. So, who are you? You are redeemed as a star after the order of Christ. You know, they found him, but they were able to do nothing to him. 
They found us the star of Jesus. They say, where is he? We have seen a star. We live in a wicked world. But I pray, no matter the wickedness of the wicked, it will not come near your dwelling place. Can I hear your breaking limit? Amen. In the name of Jesus. As we round up in our teaching series, Commanding the Supernatural, our focus today in the limited time we have is commanding the supernatural by the power that is in the name of Jesus. By the power that is in the name of Jesus. The supernatural is possible by the power that is in the name of Jesus Christ. The name of Jesus, according to scripture, we know is pregnant with wonders. The name of Jesus is full of wonders. Anytime you call the name, wonders take place. We saw that in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, Isaiah through prophecy made us know. He said, unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called. The first name there is what? Wonderful. It means his name is full of wonders. And we saw all through the ministry of Jesus, wonders everywhere. Acts chapter 3 and verse 6. Remember the story of the man by the beautiful gate who was lame in his feet. And Peter and John, at the hour of prayer, they went and said, We have silver of gold, we have not, but such as we have. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the Bible says, they took him by the right hand, his ankle bone received strength, and this man walked. I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever has crippled you, has made you a lame person. Whatever has crippled you and has not allowed you to fulfill destiny, rise up in the name of Jesus. I hold you by the right hand in the spirit. Stretch forth your right hand to your screen. Stretch forth your right hand to your device. I hold you by the right hand in the spirit. I say rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus, your business rises up. Your career rises up. Your children rises up. In the name of Jesus, whatever has crippled anyone under the sound of my voice, your life takes a new turn. In the name of Jesus, that is the power that is loaded in the name of Jesus. In fact, it became a thing of concern by Acts chapter 4, the next chapter, and verse 18. They warned them because they knew every time they called that name, something happened. And called them and commanded not to speak at all. Say with me, at all. Not teach in the name of Jesus. What do we have in our world today? Do you know that even believers, they are at times ashamed to call the name of Jesus in public? Oh my Jesus. <laughs> you can't call it. Jesus. Jesus is a name that answers every time you call him. It will answer for you in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is self-anointed. You know, I've said this before, that when you say Jesus Christ, Christ is not the sole name of Jesus. Christ means the anointed one. Jesus means the savior. And so when you call Jesus Christ, the anointing over that name goes to work. He's self-anointed. Songs of Solomon chapter one and verse three. He says his name is like an ointment poured forth. When you call the name of Jesus, 
is like you have a spray of perfume. It, it releases a divine odor into the atmosphere. That's why demons, principalities, and powers cannot withstand that name. When you are challenged, always call that name. It will answer for you in the name of Jesus. Mark chapter 16 and verse 17. We saw there in scripture, he said, These signs shall follow them that believe. Remember, we are talking about how to command the supernatural by the power in the name of Jesus. He says, Signs, Mark 16, 17. We follow them that believe. But how will he follow them? In my name, 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 they shall cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. Even if they hold deadly things, he says it will not hurt them. That name, I pray for you, it will work for you in the name of Jesus. Remember, Acts chapter 2, verse 21, the Bible also speaking that whosoever calls the name of Jesus shall be saved. What is in that name? We look at a few things and then we begin to move on in this. What is in that name that makes it powerful? Number one, the name of Jesus is our guaranteed access and delivery on the altar of prayer. Any prayer you pray without the name of Jesus is a prayer that will not be delivered. It's like sending a letter without a stamp. The name of Jesus is the postage stamp that gets your letter of prayer delivered to the right address. So anytime you pray, that's why you see in all our prayer, we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, before we make declaration, it is important. The name of Jesus is not just something you do when you feel like, no, it's a name, it's not just a name, it's a name that is powerful. You know, at times when you want to send a message, and I've seen this happen over time, there are some people who even use, you know, some of us who don't even, you know, perhaps have such name. Some people use your name to get certain favor. They know that if they told that person that, give me this thing, they know, you say, pastor said you should give me that thing. Aha, uh -huh. when you say pastor said, they release it. Now imagine the name that is above every name. So you demand and command for the supernatural by using the name to get what you want. Shout hallelujah. So the name is our guaranteed access and delivery on the altar of prayer. John chapter 14 and verse 13. He said, whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do. Whatever you ask in my name, that's exactly what I will do. So make sure anytime you pray, the name of Jesus is included. Number two, what is in the name? The name of Jesus is the irrevocable gift of the father to his son. It was God that gave him. We say God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 10. It is God that gave him that name. And remember, the gift and calling of God, they are without repentance. God gave Christ that name. He said that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. So, anytime you need something from God, ask in the name of Jesus. He is the irrevocable gift that God has given to his son. Romans chapter 11 and verse 29. He said, the gift and calling of God, they are without repentance. 
So God has given him that name. It will work in your mouth in the name of Jesus. Number three, what is in the name of Jesus? It is the master key to every door that you want to see open. Is the master key, is the master key to every door that you want God to open for you. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 7. He said, This thing saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that has the key of David is the one that opened. He's talking about Jesus. That is the one that opens and no man shuts. Is the one that shuts and no man opens. So any door, you are going for an interview, you are going for, you know, your immigration interview, you are going and believing God to submit your paper in the name of Jesus. You are going out in the morning in the name of Jesus. No evil comes near me. Your children are going to school. Many children are resuming school tomorrow. I'm going to be praying for you shortly. You, you want your children to go to school, return safely in the name of Jesus. When we follow them that believe in my name, they will cast out devils. Number five, what is in the name? The name of Jesus commits his presence that makes the difference. <laughs> I like that. The name of Jesus commits the presence of God that makes the difference. I tell you, if somebody calls a name that is not yours, will you answer? No. So anytime you call the name of Jesus, you commit his presence that makes the difference. The name of Jesus is calling Jesus to attend to the situation you have at hand. You know, he says in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 20, where two or three are gathered together in my name. What will I do? There am I in the midst of them. Matthew 18 and verse 20. Anywhere two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So anytime you call, you know, I always say it this way. As a parent, there's a way your child will call you. And you still be doing what you are doing. Mommy, mommy, mommy! <laughs> you leave everything you are doing. So anytime you are telling, Jesus! That was what blind Bartimaeus did. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And he stood still. Jesus will stand still for you. He will attend to your case in the name of Jesus. What more? In the name of Jesus, we know Demons are cast out in that name. Luke chapter 10 and verse 17. The Bible told us about the 70 that returned. The 70 that were sent out, he said they returned. And they said, even the devils are subject unto us. How? Not because of us, but through your name. As they called the name, demons and devils were subject to them through that name. I pray for you wherever you are right now. Wherever you may be watching this service right now, in your home, at work, wherever you are, in the name that is above every name, every contrary force is checked out. In your home, every contrary force that is causing any kind of commotion, that is causing heat, that is causing misfortune, I cast them out in the name of Jesus. Whatever is not of God in and around where you are, in the name that is above every name, they are exposed in the name of Jesus. That is what that name does. Number seven, all satanic powers bow to that name. Proverbs 18 and verse 10, it says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it 
and they are saved. So you can run into that name any day, any time. And what are the conditions to use that name? Because the name does not answer just for everyone. I've said this before. It is not everyone that calls you that you answer. No. There are conditions for the name to respond. There are conditions. In fact, there are some people they call you and say, look at how you are calling me. I don't have any relationship with you. Number one, for the name to work for you, you must be a redeemed child of God. The name only works in the mouth of the redeemed. Remember the story of the seven sons of Scapha. We saw that in Acts chapter 19. They said, we adjure you from verse 14. In the name of Jesus whom Paul preached. And then verse 15. The demon possessed answered them. Jesus I know, Paul I know, who are you? Pounce on them, beat them, and they left their naked. What is the danger of calling the name of Jesus without a relationship? That is the danger. You must have a relationship with him for the name to work for you. Number two, you must declare the name boldly because speaking the word and the name boldly is what commands the supernatural. We've gone all through this all through the month. You know, Acts chapter 14 and verse 3. It's a long time. They are both there speaking boldly in the Lord. And he granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. So you speak it boldly. You have the word of God, the name of God, then you speak it boldly. That's what guarantees answers. Number three, for the name to work, you must use it by faith. You must use that name by faith. You know, when they challenge those you know, disciples Peter and John in Acts chapter 3, when they challenge them in verse 16, they say, who gave you the authority to heal and to make this man whole? He said, in his name, through faith in his name has made this man strong. So you must have faith in the name before the name can work. But I pray for you, the name will work for you in Jesus' name. Lastly, Condition for the name to work, don't use it in vain. Oh my gosh, oh my geez, when you need it proper, it won't answer. Use it with reference. Deuteronomy chapter five and verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter five and verse 11. What does he say? He said, thou shalt not call the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Repeated the same thing in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 7. Don't call the name. He said, because God will not hold guiltless anyone that does so. Anytime you call that name, make sure you call it with faith. Make sure you call it, meaning it with understanding. And it will work for you in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand to heaven. Rise up on your feet with me. Lift up your voice and begin to appreciate him. Father, we thank you. Blessed be your name. We give you all the praise. Thank you because we know there is power in your name. Please gather the children together right now. I'm going to be releasing a blessing over them in the name of Jesus. In the name that is above every name, I lay my hands in the spirit over every child that is under the sound of my voice. And I decree that you are for signs and for wonders. In the name of Jesus, every of the children resuming back in school, I decree no evil will come near you. No plague will come near your dwelling place. In the name of Jesus, God of heaven will preserve you. I decree the wisdom that is from above rest upon you. In the name of Jesus, no parent 
We know the grave of their children. In the name of Jesus, these children are blessed. These children are highly favored. Any child that is a source of concern, I decree right now, the mighty hand of God rests upon you. In the name of Jesus, any child that is causing sorrow of heart, I decree you are for joy and rejoicing. In the name of Jesus, the name of God will be named over you. In the name of Jesus, every child under the sound of my voice, you will not join the wrong statistics in this land. In the name of Jesus, you will grow to love the Lord more than your parent. In the name of Jesus, I decree you blessed. I decree every teenager blessed. In the name of Jesus, God of heaven will preserve you. God of heaven will hold you by the hand. You will not make wrong choices in life. I pray for every child, every grandchild, every grandparent, you will live long to see the doings of your children in your lifetime. In the name of Jesus, no parent shall be cut off even before they begin to eat the fruit of their labor. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. You are blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Can I hear amen from every child? Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. As we begin to round off in this service, maybe you have joined us in this service and you know you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. To command the supernatural, we said, the foundation is new birth. John chapter 1 and verse 12, as many as received him, they are the ones he gave power to become the sons of God, even to those that believe on his name. So you are under the sound of my voice, you have heard the word, but you don't have relationship. You want to say, Jesus, take me as I am. Whoever you are, wherever you are, raise up your right hand. And I want you to say after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for this privilege to give my life to you. I know I'm a sinner, but you came to die for me. Father, forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. I know I am now saved. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. Thank you for saving me. Amen. I decree the mighty hand of God rest upon you right now. Every word of generational curse over you is hereby broken in the name of Jesus. I decree you are for signs and wonders. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you have been inspired to take steps towards a closer walk with God and towards the fulfillment of God's plan and purpose for your life. We would like to hear from you through our various social media handles on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at WCIBUK. You can also watch our past and latest videos on YouTube by searching for Winners Chapel Birmingham UK. Till next time, remember, Jesus is love.